Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast with the best domain name and digital asset content in the world. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Today's episode is a Domain Sherpa review titled Go Fish, and it features Amar, Drew, and Larry Fisher, who's on the show for the first time since I've been host, so I'm really excited about it. And on today's show, we play the domain game featuring bbq.org, watchforum.com, and 369.org. And then we've got the Name Jet in a Jet segment, sponsored by Name Jet. And we talk about some domains coming up for auction, including activecare.com, smartlock.com, and spystuff.com. The Sherpas also dive into the recent craziness at OpenAI, and does that have any impact on Drew's opinion on .ai domains? Spoiler alert, it does not, but it does give him a chance to clarify and then further double down on his position. And then we talk about the development of DN.org, so please make sure you check that out. Also, the ICA meeting is in Vegas, and it's coming up January 17th to the 20th. The preliminary itinerary has been released, and it looks great. So if you're not a member yet, be sure to get your membership and then get registered for the event. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, Podcast. You can also watch the video version at DomainSherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at DS.TV. You can also listen to the shows on Apple and Spotify and other podcast platforms as well. So make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe button, and all that good stuff and help Domain Sherpa grow the pie. And also now we're integrating our shows with Muse.ai, which provides new search functionality for the shows and transcripts as well. So check it all out. It's all good stuff. And big shout out to Dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. With that it's now time to get into this episode of domain sherpa where all roads lead to domains What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. J-On, a.k.a. Sherpa Winfrey, John Burgundy, all that good stuff. And I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa review where we get into the minds of successful domain investors, the OGs, using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain name investors ourselves. These are the experts. Like I say, there's four segments to the Domain Sherpa review. We've got the grand opening. That's where I intro the Sherpas, drop a few AKAs, do what we do. we got segment two, which is the domain game. Uh, we talk about a buy or a sell that each Sherpa has made recently. Everybody guesses on the price. We keep scoring, get some swag to the winner, something like this. Then we got segment three, which is Namejack and the Jet, sponsored by our good friends at Namejack Review, a list of domains coming up for auction, see what the Sherpas like and what they don't like. And then grand closing, where we discuss anything we haven't already covered, what's going on in the domain space, looking at the market trends, current events, all that good stuff, allowing our guests to mention and promote anything that they have not already discussed. So, But let's go ahead and dive right in and introduce the Sherpas over to my right. Yeah, for the first time on the show since I have been a host, but he is literally the definition of an OG in domaining. We have Larry Fisher, a.k.a. the Fisher King, a.k.a. Leisure Suit Larry, a.k.a. Larry Legend. Shout out to Larry Bird, a.k.a. Luca Brazzi. Why is that? He sleeps with the fishes, a.k.a. Gin Rummy. Oh, you don't like that one? Then go fish. You get it? Oh, and what do you call a fish without an eye? What do you call fish without an eye? All right. Dad jokes all day. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, 
Larry, like I said, is a huge OG, one of the biggest domain brokers in the world, enormous sales, chat.com, home.com, along with our buddy Andy Andrew Miller. I almost called him Andy Miller. I don't know if he would like that. Uh, and they have a podcast that they do uh, that they just started about a week ago. It's, uh, it's going to be a weekly live podcast, taking questions from the audience, all that good stuff through uh, Hilco Digital called Random Thoughts on Thursdays. And, Every uh, other Thursday. Every other Thursday coming up the week. The next episode is, is the, the week following Thanksgiving, right? That's what, what it looks that like. Is, that is. Got a right. really good show. Maybe if they sold more da- domains, they could do it every Thursday. <laughs> oh, I like it. Put that budget up. <laughs> uh, Omar, I, I thought this was too early for you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, he, he hits me up. He's like, oh, that's man, why he's buddy. throwing singers. <laughs> like, do, I have to do, do I have to do this today? Anyway, Larry, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to get into some good stuff today and talk. There's a lot to talk about, but uh, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Keeping it moving to my lower right. We got my boy, Andrew Rosner, a.k.a. Morpheus, a.k.a. the Dirk Diggler of Digital Assets, a.k.a. Bob Lee Swagger, the Sniper, a.k.a. Never Gonna Give Drew Up, a.k.a. Graybeard, the Domain Pirate in the building. Well, not in this building. None of us are in the same building, but, you know, takes that, you know, in the Zoom room. What's up, man? How are you? I am. Uh, I'm good. I am good. I'm. Uh, I am. Uh, you know what? I I got a little glimmer of hope today. The the um, uh, new president of Argentina. Uh, I think offers, uh, you know, yet to be seen, uh, but offers a glimmer of hope uh, for Argentina and potentially uh, much wider, certainly uh, in other parts of Latin America. Um, so and anyways, that had that had me. Well, in a very and that is because he is a Bitcoin today. maximalist, basically. Is that part of well, the, I think that uh, that's I think that. I think that his interest in Bitcoin is actually just a symptom of his broader understanding of, uh, you know, how socialism doesn't work. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, the corruption of the financial system and all of that stuff. And so, um, I, uh, yeah, I think, uh, all right, well, we, a little uh, bit of hope, a little bit of hope. Well, I think it's interesting. I don't know a lot about dude or I just know that he's really into Bitcoin. So I knew that that's something that, you know, aligns you and he, I don't know really much else. So I'm not even going to venture into any kind of dialogue or discussion because I just don't know what I don't know, you know, but, um, but what I do know is I got my boy Mark Kuba on the show. So <laughs> below me, let me go ahead and introduce the one and only Mark Kuba, AKA King Kuba, AKA Danny Ocean, AKA the even greater Gatsby. Don't chase an unworthy dream, y'all. AKA Amarzan, AKA Cooper Libre, AKA Josephine's husband, AKA oh, LL Amar oh. J, AKA Kuba <laughs> Soze, AKA AK 47, AKA oh, AK. Soze is good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> AKA AK 47, AKA AK. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, that's like, there's something, there's some kind of meta, like, you know, thing in See, there. He, but, was, uh, he was expecting more reaction from that. He thought that, wow, this AK, AK is so clever. 
he was expecting more reaction. When he didn't get it, he had to repeat it two more times. <laughs> you know, I'll repeat it six times to get the reaction I need, man. I'm, I'm only I'm here for the. I'm only, I have a feeling uh, Drew's feeling a little spicy. Uh, he is feeling. I like it though. I like it. I'm not mad yeah. at it, you know. So, like but hey, I'm only here for the reactions. I'm not. I'm you know. I'm not here for the uh, the free Wi-Fi. But uh, let's. Uh, so what's the, what's the password again to that free Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah, the DS. Uh, Funny enough, I think somebody actually got it. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, look, there's a lot of lot of stuff going on. First thing before we even uh, get started, I want to real quick. We got the ICA meeting coming up in Vegas in January. Um, we will, uh, you know, I'm going to start posting the links to the shows so that people who are not already signed up and registered. First of all, the order of operations. If you are not a member of the ICA, you got to get on it. I mean, there are literally are very few people that are operating at an extremely high level. Call it political lobbying, you know, educational, all that kind of stuff. You know, on behalf of domainers, domain investors, uh, you know, domainers' rights, all that good stuff. Um, a lot of the work they're doing with UDRPs, UDRP, um, you know, even educating the panelists, which I think is an amazing, awesome initiative that those guys are engaged in. And they've got the, uh, you know, the meetup that's happening in uh, mid-January in Las Vegas. It's going to be a great time. We're going to be there. Um, and uh, we'll probably do a live Sherpa from Vegas, which is going to be a lot of fun, you know. So, yeah. um, And there so- will be a pickleball tournament. Yes. Oh, dude, it's a, uh, you know, Sherpa ball. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to talk about that, Drew. We're going to talk about sponsoring the pickleball uh, tournament. You know, we'll, we'll That'd see. That'd be a short conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's just going to be a yes. I like it. See, that's what I'm talking about. We're getting it today. Let's go. Um, no, but hey, uh, jokes aside, ICA, if you guys are not members, uh, please, it's not, it doesn't cost a ton. And uh, there's a ton of value there, and you're supporting a great organization. And then come hang out in Vegas. That's going to be great as well. So, um, all right. Well, let's dive into it. Is there anything? Do we want to talk about this uh, this Chat GPT Open AI thing? Like, definitely, it just, definitely. It I, just I, pop I, off this weekend. Is so there anything more uh, 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 prominent to talk about? Well, the prominent. last I heard is that 500 out of the 77, uh, 770 employees have already said they will quit if Altman doesn't come back and the board. Not only quit, but they're going to go join Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. So quick level set join, for anybody who is, yeah. So real quick for anybody who's been sleeping like in a truck bed or under a rock for the last, you know, couple of days, the, uh, so we've got Sam Altman, who is the uh, co-founder of uh, OpenAI, ChatGPT. Um, it was effectively ousted. Um, because I didn't realize this, but it was being, so it was run by a board, right? Is that like a nonprofit? Is that the, the deal? Well, it's a very confusing structure, right? Because it was originally a nonprofit. Uh, and then at some point, uh, it's not abundantly clear <laughs> what happened, but they basically created a for-profit company within the nonprofit. Uh, like he has it, no shares. Yeah, he supposedly has no shares. But then he made that post on Twitter over the weekend saying, you know, if I start wiling out on Twitter here, uh, the board should come after me for the full. I, I guess that could have been a joke. No, no, no. That's 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 the sarcasm. OK, like, so it's just sarcastic. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, OK, I, I so I guess. Yeah. I mean, how do you have shares in a nonprofit anyways? Right. So. No, no, right. Well, that's what he's saying. in, in the for profit, I guess. I mean, it's just it's weird. I, I was like, thinking about it like, OK, so you have. Like Costler, like what did they invest in? They invested into a nonprofit? No, 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 no. So there is, 
there it, it, it's now for profit right and that the board is supposed to be managing the for profit i believe for profit side right yeah it's a, it's a separate entity that they said yeah up. but is that an actual legal entity as far as i know yeah i'm not sure but i believe so okay well, somebody should get on it then if not you know like <laughs> you know tie no, that but piece I mean, like, down yeah no I, i'm just curious because the structure of this thing isn't isn't clear to me and i i think that it suddenly it becomes ma- quite it matters, important right but, yeah, yeah, it matters now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, they'll, uh, drop chatgpt.com because they'll forget to renew it now. <laughs> exactly. That would be amazing. You know, let's go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, so he gets ousted. And then um, and then uh, Satya, right, uh, from Microsoft, pulls the the G move, in my opinion. I mean... You talk about four-dimensional chess or whatever. So it's like, so Microsoft has this. So it was a partnership deal. What was the deal that they had with Well, Chat they were the GPT? lead investor into They own AI. 40%, I think, yeah. right? 40%. Well, it, it's also a strange thing. It's actually, they don't own 40%. They have a profit-sharing agreement of 40% of the profits up until the point where OpenAI can uh, provably demonstrate that they have constructed AGI, artificial general intelligence. And at that point, it, 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 I don't think that it's clear what the agreement then, uh, 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 what, you know, what changes about that agreement. But there was this mechanism where once they've demonstrated that they have AGI, and the reason I mentioned this is because, uh, you know, it seems that the reason this all went down was uh, that Ilya, who is the co-founder and chief scientist, uh, at OpenAI seemed to have been triggered thinking that they may have uh, created an early version of an AGI and uh, things were moving too quickly. And uh, basically what Sam was about to do was go raise, I forget the amount, but it was an absurd amount, about $100 billion. And the vast majority of that funding was purely for compute right so they go back to microsoft so it's like you know microsoft invests you know let's just say they're going to raise 100 billion and microsoft invests 40 billion okay so microsoft hands them 40 billion and then OpenAI basically hands 40 billion back to microsoft in the form of azure credit and um uh you know basically compute is the bottleneck between where we are today and agi right with enough iterations, this thing is now learning from itself already. And so it's really just about iteration. It's just about iteration. It's about, there's two bottlenecks. It's compute and data. The more data that they feed it and the more compute power they have, the faster they develop an AGI. That's really seems to be the, the, the sole bottleneck here. And so I think, at least my interpretation, this is solely my interpretation, was that Ilya basically realized that, okay, they're going to go uh, raise another hundred billion dollars, implement all this compute from 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 Microsoft, and that's you know basically happening like this. Um, and the potential consequences of that, I think he felt were probably uh, significant. Not well, not well <laughs> enough understood to be safe. Yeah. Is my impression, and so um, here we are, and now. Sam is going to be at Microsoft with that compute directly. And 
in essence, unlimited resources to go build this. Uh, now, what, what do you think the, the fact that um, a board actually cared more about their mission than the dollar? That they were actually, <laughs> and I mean, it, it's, it's a unique thing nowadays. It really is. Well, it, 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 I guess it's part of this this you know ESG thing. It's about the governance component of ESG, right? It's it's um, you know what is uh, uh, Larry Fink call it stakeholder capitalism, right? And um, uh, it is it's an you know I I I personally uh, being the purebred capitalist that I am don't think that that's a good thing. I think that, you know, everybody has a role. Systems are created with components and nodes and each of these things has to serve a specific role. And, um, you know, it's like Bill Belichick says, know your role. And so you're the board of directors. Your sole interest is the interest of your shareholders. And so uh, I think that what is important, and this actually ties back to the pre- podcast but conversation we were having about Bitcoin. What is important is that a board is taking into account the full scope of inputs that represent the interest of its shareholders, right? And so I think that the, 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 the concept of the interest of your shareholders today is perhaps too small, right? It's perhaps it's too contained. Perhaps it's not taking into account the full input of all appropriate uh causal of causes and effects of the full spectrum of inputs that represent the interests of their shareholders. Uh, and this is one example. If we create an AGI and it wipes out humanity, uh, is that in the full spectrum of interest of your shareholders? And so, uh, you know, it's debatable uh, whether or not they are overreaching or not. We don't know, you know, we don't know what we don't know. We don't know right. what the actual trigger here was, Right. If we're basing everything on the assumption that Ilya threw up the red flag and was like, uh-oh, um, and that is what caused the board to do what they did, then, you know, and, and for I what think it, there's an argument on both sides as to whether or not it was um, appropriate or not, Yeah, well, uh, or whether seen, that was the appropriate action to take. I think that it was short-sighted from the board to think that firing Sam was the appropriate action to take if, again... We're operating from the presumption that this happened because of Ilya and throwing up a red flag for safety. Yeah, yeah. and well, and he's come out now and said that he actually regrets participating in the ouster, right? That he, that he's come out and been like, that wasn't really what I wanted to have happen. So again, you know, working off a of limited, it's like looking into a room through a keyhole, right? You you have limited view of, of the facts here. Um, and uh and I think there's right, a couple of different. Because he does play 4G chess, right? He, he, he's literally one of the smartest human beings alive, and he literally knows if we fire Sam, what are the second, third, and fourth order effects of that? And it's so, clearly yeah. So that was going to be my to point. Microsoft or starts his own firm, and then they don't have me or any of the other people who care about containing this thing. Well, and I think that's part of the the, the thing here. It's like you've got a couple different pieces. One, you've got this board that you know. Do they? They obviously there was seems to be overreaching based on you know what they were told and the actions they took. And then you do you look at the domino effect of what happened. So it's like by ousting Sam, and then he says, "Okay, fine." He's going directly to Microsoft, which then creates this like you know effectively eliminating a lot of the constraints that he had prior. 
you know, and then all of the people, almost everyone involved is saying, Hey, that wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me, you know, because of what a disaster this has become, including the 500, like you said, 500 plus to Larry's point of the 700 employees and probably the only people they haven't gotten on the, like actually to sign this letter, probably people who were literally asleep or overseas or something or on like a different time zone, because my guess is they'll probably get all 99%. is really the golden goose here, right? I mean, they're, they, 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 obviously have some of the greatest talent you know particular engineering talent you know out there but Ilya, at least my understanding is that Ilya is really the goal of yours what, what, what how do you mars throwing up thumbs up, thumbs up yeah. Yeah. no i don't know it's, it's just doing it automatically i think it's a new um it's a yeah, new it's, uh sure. uh zoom that's <laughs> a new <laughs> zoom feature yeah, I think it's crazy. Ilya, though, you know, uh, as smart as he is, like, you think he does he have a mirror, though, is my question. Homeboy, like a razor. Like, it, it, I think it's time. I think it's time to come over to the dark side. Listen, man, David, because he's got, worried about more important things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, this, well, yeah, he's losing humanity. his hair in real time. You know what I'm saying? As he's talking, it's like disappearing. I'm like, come on, man. It's OK. It's OK. Yeah. The more, I, the more deep thought I get into, the more homeless I look. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it's crazy and i think the you know the implications for society at large all this stuff i mean we're right we're right at this this forefront of ai and everything that's happening with it um it also i think dovetails interestingly into this domain conversation that we had on the last sherpa where you know you were talking about dot ai domain names and and uh we're actually gonna we'll bring andy booth on the show uh probably in a week or two to talk a little bit more about that because i thought that was a pretty good spirited discussion not just between me and you but between uh you know like online um so let's tie it to domains and talk about what does this mean for commerce and capitalism and how is does this impact domains if you have this sort of resetting or changing of the guard does this matter at all does it have any impact well, for the, for the uh, Wait, you're saying what happens at OpenAI if that affects domains? No, no, I'm just saying like, look, let's like, how does this affect domain names in general, and how does it affect .ai domain names? Does any of this stuff, as sort of world changing as it potentially can be, does it impact us at all? Are we talking about the OpenAI situation or just AI generally speaking? No, I'm talking about the OpenAI. Like your position when you and I were on the show a week ago was AI domains are a flash in the pan. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. AI. So, so hold sorry. On. Let me, I, let I, me never clarify. Said, I said I actually said specifically they were not a flash in the pan. So let me clarify. But yeah. uh, my position is quite simple. I think it, .ai is great. I, I have no problem with .ai. Uh, uh, my point, which seems to be totally missed by seemingly intelligent people like Rick <laughs> and Andy. Uh, hey, but, it's what I give him a shovel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, is quite simple. So AI is a tool, okay? Uh, like other tools, there are going to be companies that develop in order to create tools using this tool, okay? And my point is quite simple. This is uh, like a platform level. This is like a network level tool, okay? And so there are only going to be a handful of companies that are pure play AI companies. What they do is build AI models. They do something that is novel and unique that is offered either as a B2B or a B2C or both type of tool, okay? That's going to be an extremely limited number of businesses. That's my point. Every business on earth within the next decade is going to be using AI, whether they're cooking pizza, 
or whether they're building software, okay? Everybody is going to be using AI. And my point is quite simple. It's just that the AI part of this becomes redundant and it's going to become redundant very, very quickly. And so, uh, you know, uh, uh, Darmesh from HubSpot, uh, who launched recently agent.ai and uh, 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 does, in fact, want agent.com, but doesn't want to pay the price that we're selling it for. Uh, yet, but he will. And uh, anyways, it was funny in his newsletter on agent.ai. Um, it was he, he actually made my point for me, which was that it, when OpenAI announced chat GPT or uh, uh, GPT uh, five that they were working on it um, and explained what that feature set might look like, it immediately made like even chat to even G, uh, GPT four made like 70% of all of the uh, uh, AI companies that have launched over the last 12 months irrelevant because they instantaneously just became a feature uh, of the larger models. And that's what's going to happen with 99% of all of these companies that exist today and the ones that are going to launch over the next 12 months or the next 24 months. Sure, some of those guys are going to use .ai when they launch and then they're going to they're never going to make a profit because you're not going to be just like SaaS, right? Like the small businesses just become a feature set of the larger ones so, because you can't, consumers aren't going to have 99 different uh, subscriptions. They're going to have one, two, three, maybe. No, no, and no, each I, one's going yeah. to be in a specific, uh, you know, a certain vertical. No, maybe I get, look, I get Maybe there's yep, a general yep, yep, cap. Look, maybe I get everything you're saying. And, and I think, and, and, and sort so of the other. Be, thousands and thousands of of ai companies that want a dot ai domain name that's my whole point and yeah, so if like you want to play bingo and you're like look i'm going to get a bunch of these dot ai domain names and one of those i don't call it 100 even if it's 1000 ai companies that, that exist two years from now five years from now it, it, it you know if what if they choose my domain i hit a home run great go play bingo no problem you probably have better odds on a bingo table, but like that's not a business model. You, you this isn't a sustainable investment. This isn't oh, let me go buy hundreds of .ai domain names. Now, if you got them for nothing two years ago, more power to you. Congrats, you're going to make money. But my point is, if you're buying this for five, ten, twenty five thousand dollars today as an investment, how are you going to make money? Who's the yeah. buyer? There's no, not going to be that yeah, many yeah, companies yeah, 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 yeah. buy these things. Totally get it. Totally get it. Um, and that's great. The, uh, the no, thing I, I'd like to know what Amar and Larry think about that. Agree? Uh, disagree? I don't think my my. Oh, is my mic working again? Okay, great. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, uh, there there are going to be limited companies to resell these things to in, in the future, and I agree with you that a lot of the features that a lot of these companies have will be actually swallowed up by larger companies. Um, so you're right on target in, in terms of that. Um, I've never been a fan of, uh, country code, uh, two letter, uh, TLDs. So, um, uh, you know, while it does work for certain companies, it's not the place I'd be investing my money in. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Also, I think there's probably a hundred names that are investment worthy probably 
and dot AI or that are worth paying up for. Right. But, right, right. Yeah. um, I mean, look, if you can get a dot AI, a, a decent one for, um, a couple hundred bucks, 500 bucks, you know, whatever. Great. You'll, you'll find a buyer for 5k or 10k or whatever, but I think there's a limited number of names of the quality of, you know, call it, uh, a chat, um, a agent or whatever, right? Whole, yeah. Whatever it is. Sure. Um, and, and that's, I, I, I do think that's correct. Right. And, yeah. and a hundred percent agree with Drew's statement. I think it's going to be less than 10 years that every single business on earth will incorporate some component of AI. It's yeah, just, just going to be, it's, it's, it's not a, it's yeah. not a, and then feature. why do you have AI in your name? Right. It's just right. redundant. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think it's a fair point. And like I said, I want to get Andy on the show. Talk. I just have him on the show anyway because he's a friend and yeah. uh, you know, an, but he he and an OG as well. So yeah, and I, I, don't, I and, and I don't want to be putting words in his mouth either. You know, we brought we, we right. you know they mentioned just being somewhat you know uh, AI dot AI friendly, right? If you will. So now, like, I and I I apologize for kind of bringing him on the show as like sort of as if you know. We've kind of created the straw man with them. Like I'd rather bring Andy on the show and let him talk about it more. I guess my question was more, and I appreciate everything you guys are saying, and I agree. Um, I think that you know it's all about the price you buy it at versus what you're trying to do with it. I think that it will become very foundational, sort of backbone, like just like internet is for us, right? Like you're a company that uses the web. You're an online business. You don't use necessarily you know online as your you know descriptive. Yeah, you know, there used to be a time you're... when everybody was you know America online chess mm -hmm. online you know it's like oh we do that thing that you know about in the real world but now we do it online and now everything is just implied online and if right. you're adding online to your name it's redundant because there's already a domain extension attached to it right so yeah it just no, becomes redundant it's like yep, yep. googlesearch.com that google doesn't need the word search after the word google it just like that's irrelevant, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. The only, the, what I was, the question I was bringing up, because when I first heard the news about Sam being fired and ousted from the, from, from open AI, right? I thought, okay, well, that's interesting if it's going to create sort of more of a fractured space to give you more companies it, to potentially sell to, but it probably only just creates one more. And in this case, it's not because he's just well, signing up at Microsoft, exactly. you know? That, yeah. So, so it well, does create an opportunity. Somebody's going to get that golden ticket. Whatever that name that they choose, uh, you know, it's just, somebody's you know, going to get the golden ticket. On on that note, like though, so I I spent five k on a dot AI name five years ago, which was most people thought was stupid, and I at this point I don't think it. Would, I think it'll pay off nicely, but um, you know, I I do think, like I said, there's probably a hundred names that are yeah. of that quality. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the one, the name I bought was wisdom.ai. And I really like oh, that. That's a good one. So okay. I, um, the I think that's it. one that could pay off. Right. But mm -hmm. uh, to your point, you know, if you're just buying everything with .ai, you know, it's, it's like, like mug.ai. What the fuck do you do with that? I don't know. But yeah, well, I guarantee knows, you, somebody it, it uses artificial intelligence to know what you want to drink and when you want to drink it. Yeah, like it, it turns keeps your coffee, your, keeps your coffee at just the right temperature. Right, <laughs> exactly. The end, right. The, the end does offer. I mean, Microsoft, maybe Microsoft user group AI or something like that. So okay, right. But what I, <laughs> what I, I bet you, if Mug.ai went to auction uh, on this next round, right. it would go for over ten k. Sure. 
Yeah, right? and I agree. And I think it's a pretty it's a stretch the um, that you would get that kind of value that you would need to justify paying ten k. Exactly, it. you can sell the, it for ten. Again, again, I just thought I was talking more about the impact of this all happening. Like what just happened over the course of the weekend? Because again, when I originally thought of it, I thought, "Wow!" Like what we we were seeing consolidation already in the space across Grok and ChatGPT and a couple of things that were that looked like they were early leaders in the clubhouse to become these like really big institutional sort of like players that everybody was going to. But utilize. it wasn't even really consolidation, right? Because there was not a lot of M and A happening. There was a limited amount. There was some. I guess I meant leaders but it was just emerging just like, relatively oh, quickly. Yeah, GPT three to GPT four now includes you know. All of those like image generation, like mid, mid journey and a bunch of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All irrelevant. Well, that's it, what I mean. It wasn't. It's not cons- right. Yeah, it's not consolidation through M and A, but it's almost like the the leaders were establishing themselves as such big players that it's like you, you know we don't need a bunch of sub companies, but there will be support and other things. And I guess my thinking initially, knowing that OpenAI had five hundred, seven hundred employees, was that hey, if this thing's going to fracture and sort of split up and now you might have more startups and things that are going to start happening in and around the space because the talent is just yeah. dispersing. But now the it per- seems like the it's, it's actually the just app market is a great years. analogy. It's crazy that it's not yeah. even, you know, go ahead. Sorry. The app market is a great analogy, right? So in the early days of personal computing, like somebody created a calculator app. Wow, how clever I am. I created a calculator app. Everybody needs a calculator on their computer. And then it just became a feature of every PC out of the box. And then everybody had a, somebody had a calendar app and then somebody had a messenger app and a mail app. And all of these things just became baked in features of the three, four, five large players in the market. And then nobody was willing to ever pay for it again. And if nobody's willing to pay for it, you can't make a business out of it. And so I just don't see who the pool of buyers for these things I, I'm is gonna disagree beyond the next statement. 24 months. I'm going to disagree a little bit with that statement. So, um, and this addresses also something Larry had talked about is he doesn't like the, the two letter CCTLD extensions. And, you know, I think that there's always going to be a market for those names. It's just, you know, I, I think the problem with, Maybe what Andy's saying, and I'm not sure, I don't want to misinterpret, I don't want, he should be the one that clarifies, but he's mm-hmm. al- almost, it sounds like saying that the dot AI in some cases may be preferable to the dot com, right? And I I'm always saying that. that no, no, that's no. The part, I said in that's some cases. That's the part I'm saying. Yeah, that's the part I'm saying is a flash in the pan. Right. Because yeah. my thesis, which has been my thesis for a very long time, is that dot com is always the preference. And if you if you look, I I I I I've never found an exception to this. The, dot com is just always the preference. There's nobody that would right. rather have dot AI because there is inherent risk to anything else. There's security risk. There's uh, government risk. Like okay, you're AI, right? Okay, great. You go build a billion dollar company on a dot AI domain name. Your entire connection to your customers to your suppliers, to the internet itself, to all other nodes in your network are all channeling through a .ai domain name. That .ai domain name is subject to the rules, regulations, and governance and the changes thereto by the Anguilla government. Do you know who the president of Anguilla is? Does Anguilla have a president? I don't know. Is it a dictator? Is it a democracy? I don't know. Do they have rules? Like most people that have a .co domain, they've never read the 
terms and conditions. Okay, yeah, you're talking about they my boy know. Ellis Webster, man, the current premier of Anguilla. <laughs> All right, listen, big shout out, P Dub, man. You got, you got a tiger by the tail. I hope you can uh, tame it. But well, listen, yeah, Dotco, for example, this is a perfect example. You have lots of companies that have gone out and built businesses. We've had customers that come in and say, "Well, I'm not going to pay that for the .com. I'm, we're going to just use this .co I bought in Afternet for four thousand dollars." Okay, great. Come back to me in two years after you've realized your mistake. So, what happens? And is real quick, they don't read quick, the terms and, and conditions. Can I just finish? Yeah, sure, sure. Your show in those terms and conditions <laughs> from the Colombian government, which owns .co. Okay, you cannot use it for anything that is illegal in the country of Colombia. And there are things that are illegal in the country of Colombia that are not illegal in the America and vice versa. And so you are restricted and you don't even know what those restrictions are. For example, do you know how many cannabis companies have a website on a .co domain name? Cannabis is completely illegal. The marketing of cannabis, the discussion of cannabis, the selling of cannabis, everything to do with cannabis is completely illegal in the country of Colombia and extremely uh, uh, critically enforced. It is in the terms and conditions specifically even called out against uh, cannabis. There are all sorts of other things that are illegal and restricted and that you cannot do on a .co domain name because it's owned by the country of Colombia. And you are entering into a contract that is ultimately governed by their jurisdiction. Hmm. And the that's same actually, is it with Anguilla. Yeah, that's a great point. And it's actually something that Barry Hill had alluded to in uh, one of the posts that I saw on, um, you know, uh, or maybe it was, I don't know if it was in the Twitter thread or it was on somebody's article, but yeah, I think the the you know political and you know call it the terms and conditions you know to with regards to those extensions. It's an interesting interesting point and, and but, a very good one. Yeah, but my point was was on a different um, argument. Is that Drew said you can never build a business around these other extensions, and I'm saying I think you can. And I mean, all of us. Well, I don't know if if Larry, if you market, if you traffic at all in the other extensions, but we we've all I, I've sold plenty of dot i trafficker I've, Larry. I've sold plenty of dot codes. I've sold um, plenty of other extensions, and you're they're not going to make you rich, I guess, unless maybe you're doing it in crazy volume. But there is a business to be built, and there's a model around that, and. And I think the same thing will continue for .ai. But my point, I guess, was that where I agree with Drew, I just don't think you're going to have those half a million, million, $2 million sales of Mm -hmm. your .ai. I think that's going to go away. I think that's a very short window. Yeah, you might have 50 of them, right? But it's a uh, short window. I don't think you have that many. No, I don't think so either. I think there's probably 10. Uh, But... You know, we oh. shall see. I, I put it this way: it, it, in most of these trends that we've seen over the last twenty-five years at, at, of, of domain names, or let's just say technology in general, most of these trends, as they mature, the the the, the spectrum actually gets wider. And with AI, I think it's the exact opposite. As it matures, the spectrum will get narrower and narrower because the competitive edge to being early and being having more data and more compute literally is an impenetrable moat there is it is basically like like if open ai hadn't messed up by just creating this 
watching over the last 72 hours. Uh, you know, it would be very difficult for anybody to surpass where they were at other than, let's say, maybe Google, who's just has more data and is is doing whatever it is they're doing, just not in the consumer uh, consciousness quite yet. Uh, or uh, Grok, which has, you know, an infinite uh, live stream of data and human consciousness through uh, Twitter. Uh, and, ta- you know, Grok is, you know, if you think about, I, I wouldn't discount Grok because I think that, again, two main things, it's data and compute. And I don't, you know, Elon has proven his ability to uh, build hardware. And so I would not discount his ability to create massive data centers and compute, which he's already been doing anyways. And second is data. And if you look at Grok, it's like, all right, Tesla has been training AI for, what is it now, 10 years, right? They, they've been accumulating massive amounts of data through all of their Tesla cars. Every Tesla car that's on the road today is literally accumulating more and more data, weather data, traffic data, road data, you know, driver data, all sorts of data. I can't even imagine the amount of data that, that these cars are collecting and feeding it back to the parent company, which ultimately will be a data source for Grok. And then Twitter and, uh, you know, whatever other, you know, who knows if, you know, SpaceX and all the satellites that they've got. Uh, there's just a, he's got a massive data moat. Uh, but the point is, is that let's say those, those are the three, maybe Facebook is going to, you know, have something meaningful. Uh, but they seem to be pivoting really to like a consumer thing where it's going to be, um, you know, more of an agent. Um, so, uh, and you know, maybe Apple, have it, but, but it's going to, nobody's going to, you know, no 25 year old in Silicon Valley is going to wake up and go, you know what? I'm going to build the next open AI because the, the it just no, but there there are done. you've got anthropic, you've got you've got five it's, five six maybe, let's call it ten and be conservative. You got ten players, uh, and every day that passes, they become stronger, and the difficulty to catch up to them gets greater. Yeah, and well, I, I think, think that yeah. makes this a really unique trend. Where again, it just gets narrower and narrower and narrower. I think if you look out two years, let's say we have ten now, at least in the West. Uh, if you have 10 now in two years, you'll probably have six or five. Yeah. But I think there'll still be a lot of ancillary activity and stuff, but you know, but to the size and scope needed to, you know, be able but, to but don't just make, this is the stuff that pisses me off on Twitter. Don't make such a statement. Tell me why, why do you think there's going to be lots of ancillary activity? Because, okay. So look, I look People at it like use AI tools being built by these five or 10 companies and they're going to build other things with them, but those won't be AI tools. Those will be, Things that people need that are being achieved through AI. Sure. I look at it like you mentioned before, talking about Google search, right? There's plenty of companies that utilize Google. I mean, just think about all the pay-per-click companies, the SEO companies that exist that provide services utilizing, you know, how to best manipulate and, you know, allow their customers. Isn't that to get my them. point? I, I mean, maybe Do those companies have the search point. in their name. Do those companies have search in their name. I mean, there might be one or two, you know what I'm saying? I, yes, I said that my point was I think there'll be plenty of ancillary activity, but not necessarily justifying the need for all these .ai domains is what I said. So I was really agreeing with you, but, yeah. you know, I'm going to start using the you, my, I guess my That's point what I'm going to do because I can't. One sentence is <laughs> like, I do it? it only do makes it? sense to have a dot .ai domain if you are a pure play, dot, uh, pure play AI company, yeah, and yeah. there will only be a very, very limited number of pure play 
AI companies. Yeah, no, I'm with it. Um, all right, let's get into the domain Move game. Let's talk, let's talk some domain stuff, and uh, let's let Larry get some words in edgewise. You know what I'm saying? So, Oh, I didn't realize we're allowed to talk. I thought it was just... <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. Um, all right, so, Larry, you got to buy, you got to sell. You good to play the domain game with us? What's up? Um. Uh, I'm not really sure how it goes. It's okay, so, so so this is the way that it works here is that you take a name that you either bought or sold recently. You tell us what the name is. That's it. You just tell us the name. And it could be a name that you bought. It, it doesn't have to be a big ticket one like some of the big, big ones that you guys usually do. Um, and then we will all guess the, the price that you either bought or sold for. And then everyone does that. Everyone, well, the three of y'all. And then once the scores are tallied at the end, we see who won the game, and the winner gets uh, gets a little bit of swag. Let Amar go first, because I have a couple of names that I need to check if I have uh, NDAs on. Which yes, I love it. That's uh, all good. We'll go. We'll go on the reverse. That is no problem. Okay. All right, Amar, what you got, dog? All right, uh, I got a sale, and it is a not not dot com. To my point earlier. Uh, I actually have two. I have a .org and a .com. So, but uh, we'll just go with the .org just to stay on uh, on topic. BBQ.org. Barbecue. BBQ.org. I love me some. I love me some short .orgs. I tell you, I really do. BBQ.org. Uh, and Larry, the way we BBQ. do it too. BBQ.org. That's a great name, man. If you've got your phone close name. by or something, that, we can put so it in the. Uh, Sorry, Drew, not to cut you off there. The um, but um, we're in the uh, the calculator app. You put the, you put the price and flip your phone, so we all like so. This way, we don't go around and game the system. So you just uh, or you yeah. can write it down on a piece of paper. You can just anywhere that you can. When we say, "All right, show us what you think," and then we all flip it at the same time. Um, all right, so we're talking barbecue.org, and it was a sale. You said you sold it. All right, barbecue.org. What does Amara sell barbecue.org for? Um. All right, I'm gonna do. All right, here we go. All right, Larry, you got a guess? Uh, yeah, I did uh, 35k. Okay, well, we'll all flip. All right, so, all right, oh, okay, so I've got eleven thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars. Drew's got twenty-four thousand eight hundred ninety-five dollars. Wait, wait, is this like? Sort of like uh, what's that one week? Price is right. Price is right. Yeah, yeah, but it's no, it's closest to the pin. It's not closest, closest without to the going pin. over. <laughs> Even if you go over, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you said you were thirty-five grand. Is that your 35. number? Thirty-five. I believe in Amar. I believe Amar exercising and getting every drop of blood from that name. All right. You're right, Amar. Prove me right. That's actually not how I work, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, Drew, five dollars off. No, wow. Ooh, that's big. That's a that's a big shout. That's a slam dunk. So Drew had it just about at five at twenty five thousand. So, so that's yeah, twenty four uh, nine hundred was the price. And wow, okay. Um oh wow. So it was actually five dollars less. Yeah. I went twenty yeah, wow. So um I think I actually think that's a really good sale for that name because I do too. I, I, I think I do agree I love dot orgs. Um but they have to kind of make sense. And I think for bbq.org, I don't know who bought it, but uh, it was a buy now on, on Dan. But uh, Or maybe after, Nick, I don't remember. But um, I think it that only makes sense for like an association, right? Of So maybe that's who bought it or... Well... I don't know. think a retail store is going to be bbq.org. Even, you know... I 
okay, here's what I would say. Um, I will uh, use this to make a shameless plug. So um, we recently launched dn.org, okay? And dn.org is a non-commercial. It's meant to be an encyclopedia about domain names, about the domain name industry, about every aspect of domain names. I don't know. I think we have 20,000 articles up there right now, yeah. you know, and we will expand that over time. Um, and, you know, the idea is to basically just create a reciprocal where there is a singular uh, sort of uh, uh, single source of, of knowledge and information, um, you know, seemingly unbiased about an industry. And I think barbecue is, is, you know, people, there's a real community in that space, hardcore. Right. So I think .org lends itself because to anything that has like a community around it where there's, you know, engagement and, and yeah, passion. Yeah, okay. I, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. But I'm saying it's, it's. But so let's say you make, you know, like the green egg, right? Some of these like real, like niche community driven brands in the barbecue industry, mm-hmm. like, it would make a lot of sense to own barbecue.org and build out a forum and build out a knowledge base and, you know, have videos and all that stuff, right? It, it would be a great way to drive, you know, well, uh, two uh, things, consumer engagement. Yeah. Right, two things. So, that's, so that's Drew meant receptacle, not reciprocal, right? Yeah. Drew meant when Drew said reciprocal, I think he meant receptacle. Um, just trying to play grammar police. Cause I like correcting Drew, but, um, the other thing, I'd be really interesting if it turns you out it has nothing to do with doing that all day. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it keeps me busy, Larry. It keeps um, me busy. Um, but the uh, it'd be interesting if it turns out not to be barbecue at all, right? Like if it's literally like if it's an acronym for something that you're we're not even thinking about, and it comes out and it's like some kind of like I just don't know what the Q, you know, lend, would lend itself to. But big, um, beautiful Q and on lovers. Yeah. What did you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big, big, <laughs> big, beautiful Q. Um, what, um, what did you buy it for? How long do you have it? Give us some details on the acquisition. So I, uh, let me see when I got it. Um, I paid like a little over three grand, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, and so, which let's see. And I've had it since, so I, I paid 34, 33 and, uh, in 2016. So eight years seven years okay seven not bad years. it's about you know double it every year yeah something like that so i look i was happy with it i don't think it uh got a lot of um inquiries so i feel like it was a good good price and um but to larry's point earlier i don't think i extract every dollar <laughs> i think i price i think i price my names well and I was trying to just give you a compliment, knowing that you always sell it. I no, no, I do. I think I sell generally at good numbers, but uh, especially these are again, these are kind of names where, I, in my philosophy, at least, I just like to price them, right? And maybe they would have paid fifty k, but if if they saw a fifty k buy now, they may not have pushed it, uh, clicked on it. Yeah. You know, twenty five k buy now, they clicked on it. Okay, I didn't well, have to think about I, it. I'm going to give you guys a name. That I just looked up. No one will guess it right. But the name is watchforum.com. So watchforum.com, is that the name? Dot org. Oh, no, dot com. Dot com. It is dot com. All right, watchforum.com. And then uh, we got some other things to talk about. 
Um, all right, let's see. You sold this name? Sold this name. Watchforum.com. All right. I got my number. I'm good, too. Ready? One, two, three. Flip. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I'm at 4,995. Yeah, JT, you think, you think, you think Larry's getting out of bed for 49? I'll explain why in a second. Hold on. Amar's at 25,000 and Drew's at 49,000. Well, because Larry said offline, he said, you know, I had no use for this name. So keep that in mind. Oh, so I thought, okay, I well. Okay, yeah, Larry is a Larry is a serious watch lover, uh, and when Larry says I have no use for this name, it just means that he wasn't holding out for seven figures. <laughs> no, Drew, this is this is where I'm actually one of the easiest people to negotiate with. Um, at least I. Oh think. yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I would argue um, that I've probably negotiated with like more people than ninety nine percent of human beings on this planet because it's basically every day there's at least. <laughs> Two, three people that I'm negotiating with, and I'm at an absolute minimum. And I'm not talking about responding to a random offer. Right. right? right. And you are in the top five most difficult people to negotiate with I've ever <laughs> dealt with in my life. <laughs> Man, well, well, that's high praise coming. That's high praise coming from Drew. Well, well so, if, if, if we're doing prices right rules, you win. That's all okay. I'll say. Uh, um, but uh, the actual number. Do I got to write it down or just tell you guys? No, just tell, just tell us. Twenty k. Twenty k. Okay. Twenty. Twenty. So oh. you were close. So oh, I won. So- yeah, but I said you know without going over. Oh. <laughs> but you were the. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mar was really close. So and we got that name. Believe it or not, you guys remember Name Winner? Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the first drop services, and I think we got it for either fifty nine or sixty nine dollars. Oh man! Yeah. Tell you, name when it goes back, so it's at least fifteen years earlier. Just saying. Yeah, and when when that's like your first offer in fifteen years, you really consider doing a deal. Wait, yeah, so yeah. that was the opening offer? No, the opening offer was like a thousand or two thousand. And Andrew's right; I don't get out of bed for that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we we had to get it up, and when we finally got to twenty, we did the deal. So. Yeah, All right, no. so you bought the name back in the day, so fifteen years, bought it for fifty bucks, sold it for twenty thousand. I mean, you know, it's uh, the ROI, yeah. I mean, but you have to realize that you know that, you have a lot of names that are still sitting there. You know, oh yeah, though that's why I was asking about the general size. I mean, you're talking thousands of names. Uh, yeah, in the thousands, yeah. Ish, yeah, okay, yeah, that's it makes sense. You know, it's in line with what I would have expected, uh, knowing you and your biz and all that kind of stuff, and. um but yeah, well, I think that's one of the biggest things. And when we go over the name jet list, which we're about to we'll do here in the next segment, it's one of the key things that we try to impart on new domain investors is really the tail, the how long you've got to hold on to names in order to get the value. That's why, Amar, I mean, your sale, I think, is fantastic. I would have gladly, you know, hey, you want to turn 3000 into 20000 25000 you know, you do it all day, but you know, that's 2016 investment of $3,000. That's not a small amount to just put in to something mm-hmm. and say, Hey, I'm going to, in eight years, let's see if I can, you know, 10, 12 exit. And it's, uh, you know, so it's, 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 you know, it's not for the faint of heart or the light of, uh, light and capital, you know, you're not necessarily, unless you hit big early and then can fund the rest of your activity, you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a long time at times. So, all right, well, good stuff. All right, so points wise, Amar's got a point, Drew's got a point. 
Drew's got to put the next one up. So it means if Amar gets this next one, he is the winner. Mm-hmm. And then depending on how else it otherwise goes, we'll see if we need to have some kind of an overtime or something like that. So what you what you got? All right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with a small buy, uh, but I'm gonna overshadow it with a a large buy that I can't disclose the price. Okay, just you know to alleviate my feelings of inadequacy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I am very uh, excited that we acquired MJ.com back uh we sold it years ago uh and we bought it back moved it back over to our side of the ledger uh very excited to have that name back uh very special name uh and uh uh but i can't just close the price was it for more or less than you originally bought it oh less than i oh no uh, originally sold it it's, it's actually for i believe actually i think I think without, you know, don't hold me to this, but I think it's actually for the exact same price I originally bought it for. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. That's a, that's an amazing name. Yeah. That's pretty cool. There is actually a two letter, uh, com that just got announced as being, uh, bought, uh, CF.com. CF.com sold to, uh, uh, Chatham financial, um, totally, you know, off the radar financial organization. Boom, they're on a two letter.com now. And, you know, I mean, that's huge. Well, and then Merrill you know, Lynch, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, you know, you name it. What do you think it went for? I have no idea. But what, what do you think? CF, uh, I would say at a minimum two million. And my guess is closer to five. That's, yeah, my five is the number I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Three to five seems to be the clearing price for, for most of these uh, lately. Well, and what's crazy too is is that in uh, um, somebody posted just the different companies that use CF as an acronym, you know, Cloudflare, and you know, a handful of these enormous companies that now will never, you know, get this yep. opportunity again. Like you talk about off the market forever, and there's an example of like, you know, there's probably ten companies that are bigger than Chatham Financial that now, you know, gone. You know, had the opportunity. Yep. No longer have the opportunity, and uh, you know, as the world continues to move along to digital and yeah. trustless. I mean, and we sold. Else, uh, I can't, you know, can't disclose numbers, but I mean, we sold em.com a couple months ago, and uh, you know, you can go to em.com. It just started resolving last week. It's enterprise mobility now, which is you know, yeah. uh, uh, and uh, basically enterprise rent cars. Uh, uh, they rebranded to enterprise mobility because they wanted to be more than what they what they were or they were already doing more than what people you know interpreted them to be thought they were and uh you know that took it off the market for exxon mobile right exxon mobile will never own em.com uh which is you know crazy crazy thing i mean this would have been literally it's not even a rounding error for them but they 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 just didn't do it so it's a corporate um, retreat budget, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Their enterprise or EM is just forward is just forwarding at this point, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's but really enterprise cool. mobility is a very long, right. You know, you exactly. Don't want to type in that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I have a feeling it. people's email addresses are on EM. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> exactly. Hey man, let's go. Um, all right. So that is the bigger picture acquisition. 
which you wanted to outlay. Yeah. In- so the small domain acquisition, um, but near and dear to my heart, is 369.org. Oh, you, you, you. <laughs> and why is it near and dear to your heart? Yeah. Tell you when it's over. Then you he, knows you that, guess he, he, he knows his three tables. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> three, six, nine. You're right. All right. Well, I'm out on this one. So this is really just Larry and Amar to see if this is going to go to OT or is Amar going to take home. Why? You don't know what I bought it for, do you? I think so. Yeah. I don't think so. So this was a buy. I'm just trying to eliminate the appearance of impropriety right. in the game, man. I don't want. Anyways, to it wouldn't matter if you got it anyway. So, <laughs> well, I have all this sweat. <laughs> 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 all right, let's, let's let's go. What do you guys think? This is a two man race right now. You ready, Larry? Ooh, okay, twelve ninety five for Larry and twenty five hundred for Amar. Amar nailed it right on the nose. Oh, bang. Amar, the big winner of the command game today is Amar Kuba, a.k.a. Amar saying, let's go. And yeah, had some fireworks and some applause and stuff in post production. So, yeah. add that, Billy. Add that. Let's go. Again, <laughs> Billy. Let's go, Billy. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so, talk to us why. I, I just, you know, I've been on this kick. I've, I'm just, for a while now, I've just been reading. Uh, you know, basically studying any, everything related to um, Nikola Tesla's philosophies and basically the key principle behind everything um, was this numerical sequence of three, six, and nine, hmm. and that those numbers basically hold the keys to unlocking, you know, all the principles of the universe. And um, uh, I just, I had some ideas of something I want to do with 369. So, uh, yeah. That's very cool. All right. Yep. Yeah. Well, three is so my it's, favorite So number. it's like his version of a Fibonacci sequence or? That's what it sounds like. In a sense, yeah. Well, three is my, basically, yeah. I think he would say that the Fibonacci sequence is a result of 369. Got it. It's interesting. Three is my favorite number. Shout out to Alan Iverson. You know what I'm saying? That was his jersey number. <laughs> And Amar, congratulations. That was the winning prize for winning the game. So you get 369.org from uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually be a pretty solid uh that'd be a solid prize that you won. Um all right, well, good stuff. Well, that's the domain game. So uh so appreciate Larry you playing and participating with us on that. So- Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. All right, well, let's slide into Name Jack and a Jet. Does everybody have the list? So we're going to move into the next segment, which is Name Jack and a Jet. As you all know, we talk about a bunch of names coming up for auction on Name Jet. We see what the Sherpas like, what they don't like, 
um, you know, which prices they think make sense, which ones they think folks should stay away from because they're going to go for too much money. And, uh, and if you go to the Domain Sherpa page that for this episode, you've got the spreadsheet that you can download that has the name, it has the Estabot valuation, take those with a grain of salt, as well as the back order end date, how many uh, bids that it's got by the, uh, the time that we recorded the show and, uh, and some other helpful information as well. So, uh, you know, Check it out. Not financial advice, but, uh, you know, definitely hopefully that helps y'all. So in the meantime, I'm giving my, uh, my guys an opportunity to pull up the, uh, the sheet so that they've got it in front of them. Let me know if any of y'all need it. Got it. By the way, uh, looks like the market likes uh, the Microsoft move. Microsoft yeah. was up, uh, almost 2%. Now it's like one3 yeah, but I thought I definitely am underexposed to Microsoft after this deal. Just because, you know what it is? It's not only the deal that they made, but the fact that they were willing and able to do it, right? The fact that they pulled this move as quickly as they did. You know, these companies move slow. Big, big companies don't move quickly. And to be able to, like, be like, hey, Sam. Yeah, but, us, but Sam? Microsoft has literally, and quite publicly said, look, we are all in, right? And so uh, if you're all in on an investment, you have to, you know, that was, uh, uh, I, I don't want to say that's a no brainer because I, I don't think most executives would have had the foresight and the, you know, the timing and the, and the, and the, the balls really to, to have made the moves that they did. But, um, uh, in hindsight, it was clearly a necessity. Now, do you? This is this is their chance uh, to basically recreate, or not recreate, but to create a new kind of office uh, franchise. Oh, yeah. right? The second, yeah. it's the second coming of Microsoft. Right, exactly. Yeah. But but the scary part is, well, I don't know what's scary, but uh, I think there's a degree of overhype, right? So I, I think the market might be getting ahead of itself on that, and so I'd be pretty. I, I would really think about it if you're trying to trade, right? Like you'd want it. This oh, is a yeah, long-term yeah. hold because at this now, price, you're does probably. Any, does anybody think that there's a chance with 500 people still threatening to quit that this thing could reverse and board changes and he now comes back? Would my, I'm not I mean, sure so I'm fine I, with that. I think, I think that there's a very good chance because I don't know really what's left of open AI without that and then you've got a bunch of board members which are going to go down in history as having made some of the poor you know basically one of the worst decisions and created you know basically capital destruction on a scale we've never seen but um you know does it really matter for microsoft either way right i'm not sure which basically all the money that was going into open ai is going right back to microsoft either way right and so um in, in, you know in the end this is almost better for microsoft but i you know because you know just for probably for accounting purposes but right um um i don't know that it matters i mean I, last i heard it was still an open question as to whether he goes back or not so yeah i mean in the end look it, it's only been 72 hours and you know everybody's like you know these are big. These are big things to solve. These are, you know, high dollar, yeah, I, high stakes I, I, decisions. 
I don't know but that I think people that, should well, be Sam, making Would Sam even decisions. go back? I mean, here's the thing. If they came back now and said, hey, we're going to fire the board, our bad. We're going to get a new Listen, board. Sam has gonna... clearly left all of his options open. Yep. Sam is Sam has played this smarter than you know pretty much everybody. I mean, uh, I, I think he's, you know, I think all options are still on the table, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I guess my point is, is I, I appreciate that. And I mean, yeah, if he ha- if he has the choice, you know, sure, his options are open. Does he even go back? Because now it's like, look, I've created that. He's created this sort of situation for himself where I can't even imagine well, the size of the shares check. In Microsoft, right? So it's yeah, not... the size of the check that he's getting to move over. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. good. I don't need to go back to the nonprofit. But, you know? Listen, Sam, Sam, I mean, Sam is set for life. This next. 10 generations of Sam are set for life. You know what I'm saying? Like Sam was super successful before open AI. Right. Uh, so I'm not sure that the money is, you know, I think it, look, I, you are literally playing God. Okay. If you are at the top of the pyramid of one of these LLMs, you are, I would argue, uh, at least for all of modern human history, the closest to playing God that any human has ever been, right? You are creating a new being in essence. Uh, And that being may or may not be more powerful and dictatorial over the human species. So um, uh, I think that there is a lot more, uh, you know, I think power, and the ability to achieve his objectives, whatever those objectives may be, his ability to achieve success, however he defines that, are probably the things driving him much more than money. Yeah, that's fair. Fair point. So, yeah, so we shall see. All right, well, look, let's get into this name jet list and uh, name jet going to jet and see what you all like and what you don't like. All right, Larry, we usually, uh, there's 15 names on the list, so you got about five that you can pick from. I'm sorry, you can... There's five until I cut you off and move along to the next so that you don't take them all, if you will. But uh, what do you think? What jumps out to you as a name that you're interested in? And, it, you know, what do you like and what maybe one that jumped out at me, which would be like one that I'd buy. I'm still looking at, but um, I definitely like smart lock. I mean, uh, you, know, you go into a house, everything's smart. And, you know, I, I, except I, the people. Well, it depends <laughs> on the house. Uh, <laughs> smart like that. I mean, it's not a high appraised number, but I think it's a six figure, it could be a six figure name easily. Uh, okay. I like, I like photo shoot, you know, fo- you know, I just, I, again, what just hits me. And, mm-hmm. um, the other name, uh, that gets me is Lurch. I just think it's a cool Lurch. name. Yeah. All right. Lurch, a little Adam's Lurch. family, yeah. you know? And uh, which has gotten a bit of a renaissance. Larry just got a new AKA. On, uh, <laughs> on on, uh, yeah, well, I mean, hey, that shows, you know, the Adams Family's back. You know, Wednesday, uh, the show Wednesday on Netflix has got, you know, that all kind of hyped up again. And uh, it is kind of a cool name, you know, and it means something. And uh, Lurchy Larry. <laughs> is there something that you that you would not be in? interested in i mean so, look every name's worth maybe a bid but like is there a name that you think hey this is either going to go for too much money or i just don't see a real any kind of real audience to try to sell this thing uh i don't have my dictionary in front of me but i'm not sure what epicurus is okay 
It's a Greek god or a Greek. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you would know about the Greek gods. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Epicureanism. Exactly. Yeah. That's and, a, yeah. That's actually a, a really nice name. I like that. Yeah. I love that name. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. All right. Well, then why don't you go one of you guys take it from here and talk about that or some other stuff on the go list? Go ahead, Amar. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Epicurious. Uh, I like that. I like Inteligente. That's a great name. So, this whole list actually is really, really good. Um, every single name on here has has value, in my opinion. Um, uh, so, yeah, Inteligente, I like. I yeah, like certain weeks when I put the list together, I'm encouraged because it's like you know depending and it also depends on if we haven't done a show in a week you know that allows some names to start to build up so i'm not having to pick all the good ones you know and, but there was a right. lot of stuff on here that i was like all right you know this is a this is gonna be a solid month for namejet right um so uh i guess yeah like i said I'll, I'll, a lot of the names are good i'll say the one i i probably like the least is probably spy stuff and that or telemarketing are the two I like the least. Oh, and then Bullfrog obviously is a great name. Um, that's a really nice name. But but telemarketing <laughs> and spy stuff I don't love. Well, it's telemarketing.net, right? Yeah. And uh, so I think that obviously gives it you know sort of you know it's, gives it some challenges right from the beginning. You don't like spy stuff? I mean, I think everything depends on the the acquisition price, right? So right. You know, when you're it, talking uh, about these names, yes. everything is within the context of what you I, think. It's I, I like spy stuff. I think you know it's not. You're not going to get rich on spy stuff. That's what I mean. But I guess, they, yeah. But it's a good, you know, it's a good commercial name. People love to buy spy shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a that's a big category. So, but uh, I, I guess I'm saying in 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 comparison to these other on. names, in comparison yeah. to the other names, I think those are the two least valuable, probably. All right. So then, Drew, you uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mostly agree with these guys. I mean, the the great list. I, I don't know that there's any name on here. Uh, that I would just like let expire if it was my portfolio. No. Um, uh, buildingbrands.com is kind of, I don't know, just kind of, I don't know. I, look, <laughs> there's search. It's got search, right? So it's just, it, it has value. You can't say this name has no value. It, it has a search volume, but I, I don't, I just don't know, you know, I don't think it's a worthy name. It's, you know, for the, you know, yeah, I just don't like it. But uh, uh, I really like Epicurus.com. I really like Bullfrog.com. I really like Smartlock.com. I love Intelligente.com. Sounds like you and I will be talking. Stay away from Aspartame.com. That shit will give you cancer. Uh, uh, asp- uh asp- it, I thought it was aspartame. It is. I don't know. How, I don't know. how do you pronounce it? Aspartame. aspartame. How did you pronounce it? it in your, I don't care how you pronounce Europe, it. He's been in South America and Europe too long. He's like aspartame. You know, aspartame. Intelligente. Intelligente. Bullfrogge. Yes. But yeah, great well, list, great list. All, all these names are pretty good. You know, yeah. I mean, even even a name like Active Care, like yeah. you know, Active okay. Care. If I if I, if, you, if I were to say what's the name on this list that has the highest delta between what you're probably going to pay and what it probably could sell to an end user, where do you find the biggest profit margin, the pro, the biggest delta? 
probably it's something like active care. You know, you probably get active care for under a grand and, or maybe you pay a grand, you know, something like that. But if you get the end, you get the right end user on that. That's a twenty-five to $50,000 domain. Well, now with your endorsement, you know it's going to go more than a thousand. It is going to go more. You're welcome, Namejet. Your sponsorship. Yeah, thanks, Namejet. Well making well your sponsorship spent. worth it. There you uh, go. Uh, but legitimately, and, and the other one that I think is in that category, but probably a little bit lower scale, is Easy Max. You know, it's one of these just really, you yeah. know, it's a million brands out there like Easy Max, right? And so um, we're going to maximize how easy we make it for you to do X, right? And so um, I think Easy Max is one that's like, again, a couple hundred, maybe a thousand bucks, you're going to buy it. And I think that's, you know, eventually sells for 15 to 25 grand. Uh, I'm always shocked when you get a business that is somewhat successful and it could be, doesn't have to be nationwide. I mean, local business making some money that can't, that, you know, refuses to spend 10 grand on a name like an Easy Max active care kind of name that literally, just makes you sound like a really professional, established business. Well, that's why we're here, JT, you know, because the know. problem is education. The problem <laughs> is education. The average Joe that starts that business, whether it's a blue-collar business or a service business or whatever it is, they didn't. They don't know about internet marketing. They don't know, you know, uh, that the domain name makes all the difference. They just know, oh, it's 10 grand that I did budget into building this business. No, that's a fair point. I mean, I had a plumber come out and help do some stuff at the house not too long ago. And uh, and his domain name, I mean, great guy, super great work, you know, pretty well known in our area. Um, and his domain name, like, first of all, the the link wasn't even working initially. They've since got it back up and running because I asked him, I said, hey, your site's not working. He's like, oh, I know. I got to call the web guy and da, 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 you know, does it, you know, through a guy, through a guy. And his, his website is like something, something, solutions, LLC, like dot com, you know. <laughs> it, might, it might even be a dash in there, a hyphen, which although we did find out that hyphen names are kind of popping, but not that much that I would sit there when you can literally get yourself a snappy brand that has that kind of like legs where it's like it really just feels big and it feels bigger than it is, you know, with your email addresses. Hey, I'm Steve at activecare.com. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's a no brainer. It really is. It's really wild. So, and these yeah. do provide you with that kind of opportunity where, like you said, I mean, you can grab one of these for, I think they'll all, now that we're talking about them specifically, we'll go for a bit more, but you know, active care, smart lock. I actually spy stuff now that the technology, you know, all the cheap tech that all this is available. Like you could literally spy stuff. You could build a little store where you could. But here's my point as a domain investor on spy stuff is, is why I don't put it in that easy max or active care categories, because you're probably going to pay one, two grand to get spy stuff in this auction. But the end user for that name, you know, there, there certainly could be outliers where some some big company pops up. But like the probability that it, the probability is that the end user for spy stuff, you know, is a small to medium size e commerce business, yeah, and uh, or you know, or hobby shop type of thing. And, and what are they going to pay? They're going to pay five, ten, five, ten k. You know? And so yeah. uh, you've got a small delta. You know, it's yeah. like you know, but but what. To quickly highlight, like, what, what's the difference there? The difference is risk, right? The difference is probability and risk. And so spy stuff, I think it's like almost for sure. I, I, haven't, I haven't looked, but I, I would almost guarantee you if you bought spy stuff, there's a buyer, right? And there probably there's, there's buyers out there that are at least going to pay what you paid, right? 
um, but not a lot more. Whereas, you know, these other ones, um, you got to wait for the right buyer, most likely. But when they come, they're going to pay a lot more than, uh, you know, the buyer for Spicedo. Or at least they have the capability to pay a lot more. Right. And that, and that was my point, I guess, with spy stuff. I just didn't think there was going to be a lot of upside there. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a great, it's a nice brand, but there's so many alternatives to that name. Right. So, um, yeah. No, I think, I think it makes sense. So, well, all good stuff. So, um, you know, and like we talk about on the list, it's like, you know, take it from this the- international man of mystery himself. <laughs> it is all about uh it's all about the buy price you know so uh and know what your uh you know what your best case and sort of mid and you know case scenario are for what you're trying to get for that name and realistically what you can get for it so all right well good stuff so all right well that's the name jet gonna jet segment that's the list so definitely check it out and uh shout out to name jet um all right well we're almost out of time but let's take a couple of minutes larry i'll kick it over to you this is sort of our grand closing piece where we allow the folks to kind of talk and promote and about whatever they want. You know, I, I already mentioned you guys have the random thoughts. Um, so this show will air on a Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. So this is technically our Thanksgiving show. So let me just say to everybody out there in the Sherpa verse, you know, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We appreciate you guys. We touched on this a little bit when Drew and I were on the show last week, but very appreciative, not just, um, you know, for the team and the folks who come on the show. So appreciate you guys being here today. And as always, um, but also to the audience and everybody that tunes in and all the support and, uh, you know, all that, hopefully you guys get some value out of this and we appreciate you appreciating us and all that good stuff. But the, uh, yeah, but Larry, seeing you guys doing the show last, I think it was like a week ago or whatever. So the show, like I said, your next random thoughts will be a week from the day after the show airs. The first one, that was actually part of what sparked even, you know, Drew and I were like, hey, you know, we watched the show. Said, you know, we got to get Larry on Sherpa, man. He's has, like, I'm like, I, he hasn't been on the show since I've been on it, you know. And uh, so appreciate you being on here for this. And uh, and what else you guys have going on? So talk about either the podcast or anything else you got. You know, a couple things. Number one, I think the last time I was on this show, the Halloween show. And I okay. on, yeah. I love those shows. I love the yeah. Halloween. There um, was you, me, Adam Strong. Yeah. Amar might have been there. Uh, it was last year? No, 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 it was like two years ago. It was a woman. Two on or it. three. No, oh, Jen was on it. Probably that, that. Jen, yeah, I think it was Jen. I was I was on I was on that one. Was that the one where Adam was dressed up as John Wick? Was that that one? No. Uh, no, yeah. I think he was a pirate or something. Something like that, yeah. Okay. I'll have to go back and see. Get, yeah. Getting back getting back to some other stuff. Yes, I appreciate we you know, you guys do a great podcast and could never get to that level you get to- totally different but yeah uh when uh, andrew asked me to be part of random thoughts i thought hey it's great you know get a chance to stay in front of the public we're doing it like you said every other thursday on the uh, hilco digital network um also um you know domains you know we still have a lot of uh, high-end domains that we're selling and names like uh we're kitchen.com uh, one of the names andrew knows we have is avalanche.com which I, you know, I think can go in many different ways, especially for guys in the uh, crypto space. Sure, and yeah, that's a great name too. So, could go either way. On. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're we're working hard here, trying to you know, just slaving away on these three, uh, you know, twenty-hour days. Yeah, 
Hey, I think he was about that. to say three hour days, and then he, <laughs> totally was. he was like, "He's like, I can't let him know it's bankers hours at this point." Like, I've got to like, I got to let him. Think I, I got to thank, I, I got to thank both you guys for inviting me on the show, and Amar for sitting there just looking pretty. So, as he does, I mean, he's got the, the lighting is starting to get, you know, his morning. Is yeah, he's got, the, got the vibe going, the Vegas thing. Um, yeah, man. And, uh, so you're, uh, are you still hanging out mostly in New York? Are you, uh, doing any traveling? Like what, what, what else? Oh, is going we, on with back. we were, uh, away. We did, uh, Northern Spain. Um, j- j- just Ooh, how'd you like it? Loved it. The food, the wine, uh, the people, everything. We, we started off in, uh, the food gets a little redundant after I, I was up there for like three weeks. And after like the first 10 days, I was kind of like, all right, I, you know, I've had everything you can eat with garlic and oil. Yeah, but but the wine definitely helps. You forget that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> did you go to uh, Did you go to the uh, Marquis? Uh... Yes, I stayed there. We stayed there. Marquise yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, it's a great winery. But more, uh, the building was built by uh, Frank Geary. Uh, Frank Geary, really, yeah, really, really great cool. architect. And I, I just, I mean, we ended up getting a case of wine sent from there that. Uh, I, I just don't know how they're able to sell some of this wine so uh, incredibly inexpensive uh, mm. compared what, to what other wines go for. Which place is this? Markel de Rascal, uh, Marquis de yeah. Rascal. It's a winery in um, northern Spain. Rioja. Rioja, yeah. Yeah, it's right in Rioja. And it's about an hour and a half to uh, Esqui, what, what, Esquibara, the the the... I don't know if you went there or not. The uh, the the Michelin star restaurant that Anthony Bourdain went to. That was no. no uh, he kind of made it famous. It's at the base of this mountain in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but no, we stayed we stayed there at um, at that hotel, and then we drove to uh, Esquibara. It's with the X. It's just, you know I can't remember. I can't, I think it's something like Esquibara. But um, amazing restaurant. Everything they do is on the grill. And they created these specific tools for the grill to be able to grill any ingredient. So like these tiny, tiny little baby eels. And they've got this like net that they put them in and then they grill them. Wow. And then they do like grilled salt and grilled just every every ingredient that they serve you is is, is grilled. They don't have anything else except grills. Wow. And it has a Michelin star and it was one of the best meals I've ever had. I think we had like. It was like 18 courses. Uh, just yeah, unbelievable. Well, it's funny. unbelievable. We, flew, we actually flew from there. My wife and I went for three weeks. Then we flew and met the kids. We were supposed to go to Morocco. But after the earthquake, uh, we ended up going to France. And we started in uh, Lyon, which you know, gastronomical capital of the world. You know, Paul Boku and some of the other restaurants there. And then flew up to Normandy where we got to see probably one of, one of the most uh, incredible sites going to Normandy, the beaches uh, that I've ever been mm-hmm. to. Um, and beautiful, uh, the, whole, the whole scene over there. So thank you for asking. Wow. Yeah, no, that's good stuff, man. Now I'm going down this Frank Geary rabbit hole of like the, uh, you know. Oh, he's like, a- he's probably the greatest living architect today. Uh, I think that's probably not too, uh, too bold a, a statement. He, um, you know, I lived in Panama for 10 years and there's uh, an incredible, um, it's called the Biodiversity Museum. And it's a museum that literally celebrates uh, the biodiversity of Panama because it's it's splitting the Atlantic 
and the Pacific Oceans. And so it, it, they have two giant aquariums inside, one representing the Atlantic, one representing the Pacific. Um, they've got it, – it, it's a really uh, – you know, they're basically demonstrating game. how the different species, you know, traversed uh, 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 north to South America, et cetera. Um, and the evolutionary changes that happened as a result of that and the certain species that got isolated. And, um, uh, anyways, he built that museum as well, which is, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, the building uh, is crazy. The crazy like, looking building. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. He designed, um, my, uh, law school, the, oh, the mm-hmm. Loyola the building there. At Loyola is that, that's where yeah. you're at? Is, wow. is that the Amar Cooper wing? Right. Yeah, it's the Amar Cooper <laughs> building at the at Loyola law school. Right. Um, that's awesome yeah he I, i've been really really getting into architecture lately i mean i've always been into it but mo- even more so lately and it's just his stuff is fantastic it's so cool yeah. that's awesome yeah um yeah a lot of his houses have been coming up for sale lately yes yeah and and some of them at like reasonable well i guess relatively yeah, mo- most of them prices. well most of them most of them are like in the midwest you know they're in like nondescript yeah. locations in the midwest and um they go for you know Seven hundred fifty thousand to two million bucks, and they're yeah. really beautiful. And these are really important pieces yeah. uh, in American architectural history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think for Army, he even has some stuff like in Pittsburgh, right? Is that where he's from originally? Because I, I remember, I remember like a coffee table book at my dad's house back in the day. That like I think, uh, I think there's a museum in Arkansas. Okay, well, you know, again, this is becomes <laughs> it becomes the rabbit hole that'll take up the uh, you know, and the two hours later, Drew's like, "Hey, did you get yeah. the contract on?" I'm like, "No, but did you know that he did the Team Disney building in Anaheim?" Um, and then what happens? And then I'm like, "Yes, I already knew that." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, all right, cool, man. Well, Larry, look, dude, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here. Like I said, you know, once we saw you uh, posting up online, it was like, hey, let's, um, you know, it's one of the things we want to try to do here on Sherpa. As we go into 2024 and beyond, there's a lot of really smart folks and good folks in the domain space who've been on the show in the past that, you know, haven't been on in a while. And, uh, you know, we had uh, Paige Howe on, um, you know, uh, about two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, just a lot of, a lot of good you know, successful OGs, man. It's great to have you guys on to hear what you're up to and uh, get your perspective on things. So much, much appreciated. And uh, to the other guys as well, do you guys have anything before we uh, call it for the day or what? Uh, I was at F1 this weekend. It was, uh, it was oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say it was underwhelming. Did you get um, your money back? There were a lot of folks who were like, because they, what was the deal? They had to shut the race oh, down or? It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. No, we only went for the actual race night, not the prelims or the qualifying. Um, And I mean, it's amazing to see these cars go by at 200 whatever miles an hour, but I feel like it's not a, it's more like it's fun if you're going just for the party, right? But to actually be a spectator is, Mm -hmm. is is not so, I don't know. It's like, you can't really see because they're just going by like this. Well, yeah, you didn't have good enough seats, but they didn't. I was right on the what, track. What but, seats I mean, can only, you be in well, that's going to make it that's like. not necessarily woo. ideal. Right, right. So I think the best, yeah. the best seats are you want the curves. But yeah, because that, then they slow down into the curves. So you actually get, number right. one, it's the best sound, right? Because yeah. they're, they're, they're slowing right. down into the curve and then accelerating out of the curve. Right. And so you have the best sound. Right. Um, and you have the the longest you know time frame to see the cars. But even then, it's still underwhelming, in my opinion. 
I was never yeah. a NASCAR or even like a racing, any kind of horse racing, like all that stuff, man. It's like, okay, cool. That was great. You know what I mean? I agree with you. It's all about the party and the overall experience. I mean, being able to see the cars up close and pass you once or something like you do get the, wow, that was like how intense and, you yeah. know, powerful and everything. And to Drew's point, you know, the sight, the sound, the whole, the yeah. feel of it, but it's kind of like, okay, that was, you know, that was cool for the 10 seconds or whatever. I, I've been to four tracks, um, uh, two in Germany, you know, four, four actual formula one races, uh, two in Germany, uh, uh, Montreal and, uh, Monaco. And I think Montreal is the only one that I actually like really had a great time. Like they just shut down the whole city and it's like, or the whole inner city, St. Catherine street. And it's just like a huge party for three days. It's an amazing environment. It's, um, I think that's for me the best race to go to is is Montreal, um, and, and the drivers will tell you that too. The drivers say that Monaco and and Montreal are the two best races in the world. Now, since then, you've introduced Abu Dhabi and a bunch of other cities, but I don't know. I, I Singapore, I, I just don't. I don't. You know, I'll, I'll say I'll say that Vegas. It was pretty spectacular right the spectacle of going driving through the strip right and yeah at night the, the race is yeah. night, right so at 10 yeah. p.m to start like that yeah. part is really cool and it was a fun experience to jt's point i was just underwhelmed by the actual race part yeah he's like you need the right seats the right seats are the ones in the car you know what i'm saying it also <laughs> is not it's not it's also not as much fun as it used to be i mean for all the wrong reasons right i mean they, they, they what they've done is increase safety and and you know uh, i don't know the cars don't sound as good as they used to they're you know they don't go as fast as they used to they don't it, it just i don't know the rules have changed and i don't know i i, I lost interest but yeah uh but hey, you know, still it's a vibe. Speaking of Vegas, like I said, the ICA meeting that's coming up, like let's go. Um, one of the things and you can stay for to... Super Bowl a couple of weeks later. Well, it'd be nice if the Eagles are in it, but um, <laughs> you know, try to get get some revenge. We actually have a revenge game tonight against uh, the Chiefs. Which, ooh, uh, you know, that's gonna be a good game. Let's go Eagles. Let's go. Let's let's go Birds. Good game. Um, but uh, the uh, oh, yeah, what I do forgot, you I forgot Larry's a Eagles fan. Yeah, are you really there? Uh, well, I root, I root for I'm in Philly a lot, so I, I I happen to root for the Eagles. I just like them. Ah, oh, dude, let's go, man! I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Um, and I know you got some Villanova ties as well, right? So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I one one son went to Villanova, the other <clears throat> went to Penn. So yeah, oh, uh, dude, Penn beat Villanova. I don't know if that was uh, like just uh, in basketball about a week ago. Did they really? Yeah, I, yeah. I miss the old days. I, I, I miss Coach, Coach Wright. So. Yeah, well, you know, he still lived around and involved, but he was a special guy. And uh, oh man, all right, I got to throw this out here. This just popped up on my on my feed here. You know, a few days back. ago, few days ago, it was big news that Snoop Dogg was going to quit smoking weed, right, and it was so obvious that was not going to be real. And so, so it just popped up. Yeah, no, it's a promotion for this thing called Solo Stove. Go smokeless. It's like yeah, it's a uh, you know one of these yeah. smokeless yeah. uh, wood burning uh, 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 you know outdoor heater things. Uh, uh, oh man! Yeah, so Stupid. he got you. 
Got you. You thought he was going to quit. You got everybody. <laughs> hey, you got to love those marketing campaigns. And, and man, when they can kind of build that up a little bit and use the reputation of whoever it is. That's funny because you know what? I, I actually dude, just, you know? they, they're literally saying go smokeless is like the motto. I think we just sold a few weeks ago, we just sold gosmoke.com for cheap, like 2500 bucks or something, I think. Oh. Well, it could be, uh, could turn out the way. Anyways, but, but they, you know, it's that's go smoke, not go smokeless. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, oh, real quick, the point I was trying to make uh, is that in Vegas with the ICA uh, meeting, I think we're trying to the night before the session starts on the Wednesday night. We're actually trying to go to the Sphere, and uh, yeah. so which I think would be awesome. It's not a U two night, so it's whatever happens like on the off nights, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's a separate show, and it. Um, I have some people in my building that went to see it. They said it was fantastic. So yeah, I'm excited, uh, man. Is it like yeah. a Cirque du Soleil kind of thing, or what's the? I just think it like it's a- like some crazy, like visual, immersive visual type uh, experience. Also awesome, super down, super down. So let's go sphere. All right, cool. All right, well, does anybody else have anything else? Mar, you got anything? No, no. Just happy to see you guys. Yeah, man. Well, happy to see you too. And again, to the audience, guys, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We appreciate y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, my co-host today. You guys are great. Uh, And to the audience, like I say in every show, thank you for tuning in. Without you, there is no us. So I hope everybody has a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, You know, Miller made some points in his uh, Sunday thoughts on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, we said it's a very happy time for a lot of folks, not necessarily happy for everybody. So, you know, check in on some people, you know, it is the, you know, it is an opportunity to just kind of look around and, you know, just make sure you're touching, uh, you know, making contact with people and anybody, especially that you think could, could use it. Maybe even those that you don't, because sometimes you just don't know, but anyway, so everybody have a good one, be safe. And we'll see everybody next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out y'all. Peace.